Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we are going to be performing a fundamental stock analysis of Applied Materials Inc., ticker symbol AMAT. So at the time of recording today's video, Applied Materials is trading for $98.80 per share. Year to date, their stock price is down 37%. So that decline is greater than the decline of the S&P 500 so far this year. Over the past year, they're down 25.5%. Over three years, in stark contrast, they're up 31% compounded annually. Over five years, they're up 18.5% compounded annually. Over 10 years, they're up 24.5% compounded annually. And over 17.5 years, going back prior to the global financial crisis, Applied Materials is up 11% compounded annually. Keep in mind that these returns are not including their dividend payouts, and they're currently paying out about a 1% dividend yield. So Applied Materials is trading about $16 over their 52-week low. Their 52-week low is about half of what their 52-week high is. Applied Materials is a large business. They have an $85 billion market cap. So for some background about the business, Applied Materials is the world's largest supplier of semiconductor manufacturing equipment, providing materials engineering solutions to help make nearly every chip in the world. The firm's systems are used in nearly every major process step with the exception of lithography. Key tools include those for chemical and physical vapor deposition, etching, chemical mechanical polishing, wafer and reticle inspection, critical dimension measurement, and defect inspection scanning electron microscopes. The company operates in the United States, China, Korea, Taiwan, Japan, Southeast Asia, and Europe. Applied Materials Inc. was incorporated in 1967 and is headquartered in Santa Clara, California. So for today's fundamental stock analysis, we are going to be performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a checklist approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Applied Materials based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress and it's an opportunity to learn in public. It will continue to improve and get better over time. So with that background about Applied Materials, where their stock has been trading, what their business does, and then this disclaimer about the analysis, let's get right into it. So starting off with our first standard metric, we want Applied Materials average return on capital over the last five years to be greater than 14%. So this is important for two reasons. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is going to return approximately what its underlying business returns. And those business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. And the second is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. So by asking for a 14% threshold for businesses that we're interested in, we're building in a margin of safety that the businesses we want to look at are twice as good as the average publicly listed business. So in the case of applied materials, they are earning exceptional returns on capital. Over this time frame, it's bounced around some but averaged out they're earning 31.3% returns on capital, which are more than four times the returns on capital that an average company is producing. This is an excellent sign to see here right off the bat, and this is gonna be our check on our first metric. Metric number two, we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the past five years. This metric is all or nothing in nature. So either all three of these have increased over this time frame for a check, or if even one of them has declined over this time frame, this whole metric is going to be an X. So this is going to give us a high-level overview of their financials. So in the case of Applied Materials, all three of their revenues, earnings, and free cash flows have increased over this time frame. This is another excellent sign to see here of a growing business. And this is another check on metric number two. 
We are two for two to start off so far. So metric number three, we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. This is going to continue building off of our second metric. Here we're looking at what their earnings are at the level of an individual shareholder. What we note here is that their earnings per share have grown faster than their actual earnings have, which signals that Applied Materials has been doing buybacks over this time frame. So this is important because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. When a business buys back shares by decreasing the number of shares that they have outstanding, they are increasing your ownership percentage in the business, which as we can see here, ultimately increases the percentage of the business's profits that you're going to be entitled to as an individual shareholder. All of this happens without you having to buy any additional shares. So you're not having to spend a dime. You're letting the company do this for you. So over the last five years, Applied Materials has grown their earnings per share from $3.25 in fiscal 2017 up to $6.40 in fiscal 2021. This is a strong check here on metric number three, and so far we are three for three to start off. Then continuing to build here for metric number four, we're looking for cash flow per share growth over the last five years. Over the long run, earnings per share and cash flows per share should be about the same. So here again, we're seeing cash flow per share growth from $3.21 in fiscal 2017 up to $5.25 in fiscal 2021. So another check here. This is four checks in a row to start off for applied materials. Next up for metric number five, we want their net debt, which is long and short-term liabilities minus cash and short-term cash equivalents, to be below the amount of free cash flow that they produced in the last five years. So as of the end of fiscal 2021, applied materials had only $300 billion of net debt. Over the last five years, if we add up all these columns in white here, we learned that Applied Materials generated $17.6 billion of free cash flow. So they have a ton of free cash flow relative to the amount of leverage that they're utilizing in their business. They have a very conservatively financed balance sheet and they are in a very strong position overall. This is a sign of a conservative business that is not using much debt at all. And this is gonna be another check on metric number five. Then for our sixth and final metric, we want their average five-year free cash flow yield relative to their total enterprise value to be greater than 5%. So enterprise value is going to take into account both the business's market cap and their net debt position. We want the average free cash flow that they're producing over the last five years to be above 5% to give us a risk premium to the risk-free rate and ultimately give us a reason to want to purchase this company over just buying a 10-year treasury. In this case, Applied Materials currently has a total enterprise value of $87 billion. And over the last five years, they've generated $17.6 billion of free cash flow, which means that in an average year, they're generating about $3.52 billion of free cash flow, so nearly $3.5 billion of free cash flow in an average year. When we divide that $3.5 billion by $87 billion, that is going to come out to an average five-year free cash flow yield relative to their enterprise value of nearly 4.05%. So this is going to be slightly below that 5% we were looking for. So this is going to be our first and only X on applied materials. So compared to the normal risk premium we would want stocks to have in general relative to the risk-free rate, applied materials is currently producing an average free cash flow yield that's a little bit under that. Then here we are using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for applied materials. So we are going to be using historical growth numbers here for our discounted cash flow analysis. So starting with their current free cash flows per share, 
then adding in their tangible book value. Then if we assume that their cash flows are going to grow with this growth stage based on historical growth numbers that they produced over the past 30 years. So if they continue growing at this rate of about 10.6% a year for the next 10 years, and then after that, that growth rate falls by more than half for a 4% growth rate of the 10 years after that, then at today's prices, you could reasonably expect about an 11% return on applied materials if these historical growth numbers hold true and if you held the business for the next 20 years. Keep in mind that this rate of return would be including their dividends and keep in mind that importantly, this is based off their historical growth numbers. So this is not necessarily an accurate way of projecting how the business is gonna perform in the future because past results are not always gonna equal what future results are gonna be. And in most cases, they're not gonna be the same. However, it does give us a baseline going out into the future. So by doing further work to learn more about the business, you can modify these growth rates to fall in line with what would be a more accurate way of pricing the business based off of your own research. So just because you could potentially earn an 11% rate of return based on these historical assumptions does not mean that you should go out and buy this business right now. This type of analysis and this discounted cash flow model are not financial advice. They are not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Instead, they serve as a starting point to determine whether it's worth your while to go out and learn more about this business. Before making any sort of investment decision, please consult with the properly registered financial and legal professionals and do your own work to learn the ins and outs of a business as if you owned 100% of it. So in summary, Applied Materials checks the box on five out of six of our metrics. They're earning well above average returns on capital that are nearly four times that of the average business. They've seen growth in revenues, earnings, and free cash flows over this time frame. They have also seen per share growth in earnings and free cash flows that are outpacing their typical earnings and free cash flows growth, meaning that the business has been buying back shares over the last five years. Then the business has a very tiny amount of net debt relative to their abilities to produce free cash flows. We found out that compared to their total enterprise value, the business's average free cash flow yield is just at about 4%, so just under that 5% metric we were looking for. So there's not as much of a margin of safety for a risk premium there over the risk-free rate. Using a discounted cash flow model that's based off of historical growth assumptions for applied materials, you could expect about an 11% return on the business over the next 20 years from applied materials today. Keep in mind that those are assumptions and that they need to be confirmed or disconfirmed by you on your own independently. You absolutely need to do your own homework here. And please, again, do not take this analysis or that discounted cash flow model as any sort of investment advice. It is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And please consult with the properly licensed financial experts before making any investment decision. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Applied Materials, Inc., ticker symbol AMAT. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about applied materials with me, and have a great day.